Hi, everybody. I'm Jerry Wicker, the host of the Savvy Beach Bums podcast, which is a personal development podcast focused on exploring the day-to-day behaviors we all engage in that determine the results we gain in our lives. It's where I share simple strategies you can use to help you live the beach bum life, which is a life of freedom like a beach bum without being broke. You can always check out all the latest with the Savvy Beach Bums podcast on our blog, which is SavvyBeachBums.wordpress.com. You can email us at SavvyBeachBums at Outlook.com. And be sure to click subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to the Savvy Beach Bums podcast. And as always, Beach Bums and Mermaids, Live free. Peace. Right now, though, let's get back to more of the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast with my good friend, Royce Bottom. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You got you a great cup of Joe and you're ready to go. Um, this is one of the most wonderful times of the year. No, I am not trying to sing a Christmas song that you've been hearing on any of the radio stations. I am talking about the celebration of our Savior's birth of Christmas. I love Christmas. I love it. I think it is a wonderful time because it allows us to come together to celebrate, to understand and reflect everything that the Lord has done for us. And it's also a time to uh, come together and to really bask in the, the, the glow of the Christmas lights and understand the true meaning of Christmas. So this is our second to our last episode. Um, I'm excited to do Christmas message once again this year. Um, Our last episode will be coming in about a week or so. This will be our 2021 wrap-up where I discuss everything that Jesus and a cup of Joe has done this past year, where the Lord has blessed us, and share hopefully some thoughts on, on where the podcasts and Jesus and a cup of Joe as a whole will be going in the new year. So I'm excited for that, and I am hope you're able to join me. But now, let's get into the real reason why we're here. Christmas is a season of spiritual reflection on the foundation of Christ- Christian faith. It's also the celebration of the arrival of Jesus. Christmas is the time that Christians praises God's love that he sent his son to this world. The Bible tells us of his birth hundreds of years before fulfilling the prophecies of the Old Testament. Isaiah 9.6, it reads, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The government shall rest upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. It's exciting to know before the birth of Jesus, before the Lord came upon this earth that Isaiah was prophesizing the coming of Christ. So to look at a Christmas story, to look at the true Christmas story in the Bible, we look at all four books of the Gospels, and we see the account where the angel Gabriel visits the Virgin Mary. We see the nativity 
of Jesus. We see the angels visiting the shepherd, the three wise men that's coming to bear gifts to the newborn king. And we see how all of this comes about because the word became flesh. The word became flesh. So if we look at Luke uh, chapter 1, 26 through 38, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee named uh, Nazareth to a virgin who was to marry a man named Joseph from the house of David. This virgin's name was Mary, and he came, the angel came to her saying, Greetings, O favor one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern from what sort of greeting may be. And he said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in the womb and bear a son, and you shall call him his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him a throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Now, if you can imagine for a minute, Mary standing there and the angel Gabriel comes and tells you not to be afraid that you're going to conceive a child from God and that you're going to give birth to the Savior of the world. You are going to give birth to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I don't think I could fully wrap my head around this. And even Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was barren, for nothing is impossible with God. Now, if you're not familiar with Elizabeth, Elizabeth gives birth to John, which we later understand as John the Baptist, which is a relative of Jesus. I believe they were cousins. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see how all of this is setting up. So we see Mary. Mary's visited by Gabriel. He explains to her everything that's going to happen. She has some questions, but at the end of it, she goes, if, if it's God's will, let it happen. Now, when we look at Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, this is the nativity of Christ. This is the birth of Christ. And it says, in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus throughout all the world that should be registered. And this was the first reg registration um, that was taking place. And when all were registered, they all had to go to each of their own towns. So Joseph went up to Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea, which is the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was from the house and the lineage of David. And he had to register there. And he had also registered Mary, um, who was with child. 
And so while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a firstborn son and wrapped him in the swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger because there was no place for them in the end. But if we look at Matthew 1, 18 through 25, it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place this way when his mother Mary had been uh, betrothed to Joseph, been engaged. And before they came, they saw, they found her with child from the Holy Spirit and her husband Joseph, being a man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he was considering these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, the son of David, do not fear. Take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son and she will name him Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophet when he said, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And when Joseph woke up from his sleep, he did exactly what the, the, Lord, uh, the angel of the Lord commanded, and he took his wife, but he knew not until she gave birth and called him Jesus. In other words, Joseph married Mary, and they did not consummate their marriage until after the birth of Jesus. So Mary gets told by Gabriel what's going on. Joseph finds out. Joseph is confused, and rightfully so. He's going to quietly try to get rid of this situation and not cause any harm to Mary. The angel of the Lord comes to Joseph, explains everything to him. He turns around, he wakes up, he does exactly what the angel of the Lord says, takes Mary, marries her, but doesn't consummate the marriage, and now Jesus is born in a manger. And as all this is happening, you have shepherds out in the field, attending to their flock when angels came and appeared to them. And the angels said, Fear not, and behold, I bring you good news and great joy for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes laying in a manger. So lonely shepherds out minding their business, doing their jobs, is visited by angels of the Lord to tell them of the good news. And as we know, the, the shepherds come and visit because they wanted to see this great thing, and then they go out and they start spreading the good news that a child is born, which is the Messiah. And now our Savior is on this earth as a baby, and we know that the ministry is just about to start. But as Jesus gets a little older, I believe he was more than likely uh, maybe an infant to a toddler. I'm not real sure. This is where we see the, the, the wise men come and visit, um, which is found in Matthew 2, 1 through 12. And we have Herod, who is king. And when these wise men come in from the east, they come into Jerusalem, where they ask, where is 
he who is born the king of the Jews. For we saw a star, and it rose, and we've come to worship him. And when Herod heard this, he became troubled, and he called his, his priests, and he called all of these, and he said, what did the prophet say? And uh, they explained that the prophet, it was written, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea, for from you shall come a ruler who shepherds my people in Israel. And when he heard this, he, he asked the wise men, won't you find this child? Bring back word so I too can come and worship. But as we know that Herod had that far from his mind of worshiping this baby, he had all intents and purposes of killing the child, and he had all the firstborn children killed because he did not want anybody to threaten his throne. But what he didn't realize is that it wasn't a physical throne on this earth that was going to be challenged. It was a heavenly throne, which only Jesus could sit in anyway. And so... Once the wise men make it to visit Jesus, they bring gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, and they're warned not to return to Herod in a dream, and they departed a different way to their own country. So when we look at John 1, 18, uh, 1 through 18, we see the Word has become flesh. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning when all things were made. We see where the Word become flesh. We see where this child was put on this earth for ministry. And to understand that this child named Jesus would one day take on all the sins of the world and he would lay his broken body down upon an old rugged cross and would die in the place for you and I. Because the Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. And we all have sin. We've all sinned and come short the glory of God. We've all failed in one way or another. The prophets foretold the coming of the Messiah. The four Gospels wrote about the birth of the Messiah and the ministry that Jesus did upon this earth all the way up to when he laid down his life and then he took it up again. So if you understand, I want you to understand this. The reason for Christmas and the reason for celebrating Christmas isn't because of a man with a white beard and a red suit carrying toys. It's not to put up Christmas trees and Christmas lights just to outdo your neighbor, to be the brightest thing shining in your subdivision. The reason to celebrate Christmas is because the birth 
of our Savior, the birth of the one who come to save us from ourselves, the one who come to forgive us of our sins so we could have a relationship with God. We tend to forget that in this day and time. We tend to forget the reason we truly should celebrate Christmas. We get caught up in material things. We get caught up in commercialized environments of buying gifts, of giving gifts, of running up credit cards, of going financially upside down to give the best that we have to each other because they're all material things. We tend to forget the real reason and the true gift, the best gift we've ever got was when God gave his only son to us that he would come upon this earth and die for us. That is the best gift ever. That is the best gift that we can never return or never outdo. And the wonderful thing about this gift, ladies and gentlemen, it's 100% free. It has cost us nothing, but it cost Jesus everything. That is the most wonderful gift. That is the reason we should celebrate Christmas. We should know that that Jesus loves us, that God loves us, and that we should be able to spread the good news. We should be able to take this gift and share it with others and tell people about Jesus. Because the more people we tell about Jesus and the more that come to know him and the free pardons of sin, the more that can understand and partake in this wonderful gift and the gift that just keeps on giving. We've all heard that statement, but this is salvation is the gift that just keeps on giving because we can receive salvation and we can tell others about Jesus and they can come and meet Jesus and they can get salvation and it should never stop. And we have that ability to do it today. So as I get ready to wrap up, my hope, my prayers, my desires is this. I pray that we truly will never forget the real reason for Christmas. And I pray that we truly will take the time and share this greatest gift with the world. And I hope and pray all of you have a wonderful Merry Christmas. And I hope God blesses each and every one of you. I want to thank you for listening, for supporting this podcast and this ministry, I want to always encourage you to go to our social media uh, pages, go to jesusandacupofjoe.com, and uh, just communicate with us. Subscribe, follow, and share. That's all I've ever asked. Subscribe, follow, and share. So we're going to be doing a video probably in the next day or two that will go along with today's podcast. So if you want to watch the uh, the video, you're more than welcome. You can go to YouTube channel, look up Jesus and a Cup of Joe, uh, look up on Facebook, Jesus and a Cup of Joe, or go to the Twitch channel, Jesus and a Cup of Joe. I try to stream on different platforms to where um, all of the uh, viewers have an opportunity to watch or listen and enjoy. So as always, thank you so much. Um, God bless each and every one of you. And remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.